Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, TJ and Celine. Nerd Out 2 Nerdy Things. Yeah. Today, we'll be talking about calculus. My favorite. And spelling bees. Oh, also my favorite. And bananas. You hate <laughs> No, remember from Psych? Oh, the first word um, is banana. Please, Onion. Could you please use that in a sentence? I bought bananas from... I don't remember what he says. Definition. Like, you don't know what a fucking banana is? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, we're not here to talk about any of that. Um, we're actually here to talk about today the um, cultural impact that Taylor Swift has had on our society. And um, the... The, the the revolution of Taylor and how one woman turned herself into a marketing icon. I am a Swifty and I went to the first concert in Arizona. I'm sorry, I went to the first, I went to the opening weekend. So the second showing of the first weekend. Um, for Eras tour? For her Eras tour. They actually changed Arizona to Arizona for the day. Ah, for the weekend. cute. Yeah. And Glendale, which is where the stadium is, was changed to Swift City. So. It's cute. It was cute. It was fun. I am a Swifty through and through. Um, this was my 30th birthday present from Mason. So, and the reason we went to Arizona was because Paramore, which is my other favorite band, opened for Taylor Swift and it was the only time they were opening for them. Hmm. Or for her. Because um, they actually are starting their tour. It's cool. Headlining. So, um, she is a cultural phenomenon. And unlike the songwriters before her, like um, Jewel, Michelle Branch, there's just, there's so many songwriters that haven't done as well as she has. It's because I think that she has constantly reinvented herself mm -hmm. in a very her turnaround is quick. She's constantly making music. She is. She's a she's a phenomenon. She is going to be. Mason asked the other day. He's like, "Is she going to be like Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, all those people?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. She already is. Yeah. You know, she already has her diva status, yes. and not diva in a bad way. No, not no, like no. Mariah Carey diva. No, no. She's an icon. That's yeah. Why. But, um. She's doing something right, because, damn, that girl. Bless her. I, I remember when when she first came out, literally everything that woman touched turned to gold. Mm -hmm. Like, she released, I think it was a remix of... Um, I gotta look at... It was a remix she did of one of her songs, I believe, on her second album, You're Not Sorry. Oh, yeah. And the song... Straight to number one on iTunes. Yep. And stayed there for a couple of weeks. All of her albums right now are on the charts again because of her tour. I mean, and it was just a remix. It wasn't even a new song. This is the eighth time this has happened in her career. Because every time she releases an album, she does something with her old albums to bring them back to the forefront. Yeah, this one. You're not sorry. Yep. I remember it was, stayed up, it was number one on iTunes for like two, three weeks. Yep, I remember Just that. a remix. I remember. CSI remix. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's, she's crazy. She's insane. She, it was a great show. It really was. 
Not that I was there. But from what I've heard, it really was a it great was, show. It was great. Um, I actually had to think for a second. I was like, was it? No. And I was like, wait. From what I heard, it was a great show. Yeah. She really is, though. I mean, that girl. I, I, I'm not, like, a huge fan. Not not that I dislike her. I just don't. It's not your type of music. I get it. She's just. I guess what bugs me is that she she started in country, and then she, like, really seemed to dislike it at one point and I don't know that just bugged me because it's like that's where you started you know like I would disagree she's always yeah. played her country stuff still I mean that's good you I, know yeah I, I don't just, know. that's something I like about her is that she decided to move on from I think it's like not terrible to put yourself in a box forever yeah and I like that she decided that she no longer wanted to just do country yeah but she did perform country songs at her concert so yeah I, I mean it seems like more recently she's kind of embraced I don't know. It seems like she's embraced it a little bit more, but maybe I don't know visually. But she's played her first album at every single concert oh. she's ever had. Then like pic- "Picture to Burn" was one of her most popular song of the album, and she used to play it every single concert. Yeah. Oh, well then, yeah, I don't know. But, but it's okay if you didn't like her. Like that's not like yeah. you know, None of us have to have the same thing. I, I, just... I guess that was just like how I felt. Like like how I felt that she. I don't know what I'm trying to say, okay. but yeah, I, I don't know. But I'm I'm glad that she is still doing well, and I mean, obviously she's doing something right. She's a great songwriter. I've always said that, even when I've had my moments where yeah. I've really disliked her, I will always say she's a better songwriter than she's a singer. I yeah. think. Um, I will say that she's gotten better at performing live, and I and I I think she's got a really good voice. But she's a, I agree, she's a better songwriter than she yeah. is a singer. I mean, either, even if she chooses not to make music anymore, if she chose to be just a songwriter, which a lot of country stars, not even country, a lot of artists do. They end up doing, yeah. Um, it's a lot of money. You actually make more money being a songwriter than a singer. Yep. Because that's, that's where the money is. royalties. Yeah. Um, anyways, we're actually not here to talk about that. <laughs> Although we did talk about it for six minutes. We did talk about it for six minutes. Um, I actually would talk about it longer. Yeah. But... We have a lot to talk about. We do. And we only have an hour. Less now. Yes. What are we here to talk about? We're here to talk about... I'm actually looking at the book right now. Daisy Jones and the Six. Actually, since it's here, I do want to see something in it. Yes, we're here. Not just the book. We will talk about the book a little bit. Yeah. Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. 2019 Book of the Year on Book of the Month. Mm-hmm. For good reason. Oh my gosh, such a good book. I think this is the fastest I've read a book. Yeah. In a lot. I've read it in six days, I remember. Yeah. We both read this really quickly We did. I think I started it, and then you started the day after me, if I remember correctly. I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember finishing it within a few days. Yeah, because I remember I started it, and I was like, oh my God, have you started it? And you're like, no, not yet. I'm going to start it tonight. Mm -hmm. I said, let me know when you do. Mm -hmm. I remember we finished so good. at the same time. Yeah, we did. We were like, like, I, I was you caught up judgment. really quick. Well, I was yeah. trying to. Yeah. Um, Not like in a competition. I just no. wanted to talk about it. Uh, insane. You know? So yeah. I was like, I was like, where are you at? You're like, I'm at this page, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, cool. That was one of the first times we were, you were like, no fucking way. We're on the same page. Yeah. Because yeah. that, okay, for those that don't know, when Selena and I read, we almost always, <laughs> like, weirdly end up on the same page. 
if not like one or two pages off. It, at, it's like it's pretty freaky. It's really weird, actually, because I I feel like we kind of read at the same pace. Yeah, yeah. When we like something, we read really fast. When we don't like something, I can't think of an example right now. What did we most recently not like? Sign here. That's right. I mean, that was when I really just... I really loved the beginning. The end was just... Yeah. I'm trying to find something in here. I can't well, find it. I really it. liked the guest list, right? Yeah, that, that was pretty good. That was really good, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, so you guys have probably heard of Daisy Jones 6. If not when it was a book, then for sure now that it's a TV show. Uh, we're here to talk about a little bit of both. Um, definitely more the TV show because we just watched it did we just watched it and what do we think so i i really liked it it was definitely overall something that i enjoyed watching i think we agreed the opinion that it took really long to set up compared to the book yes it did it was so these songs aren't the same as the ones in the show no that's another some of them are yeah, but some but of them are But even the lyrics are completely different. That's really they weird. They said that. In, the the um, writers have said that in interviews. They told the songwriters to just take it where they think it should go. Huh. Mm-hmm. And Taylor Jenkins. Is it Taylor Reed Jenkins or Taylor Jenkins Reed? Taylor Jen- Jenkins Reed. Okay. Taylor Jenkins Reed um, also told them that they're free to write different songs. Like Regret Me is completely different. Mm-hmm. Then there's a song in here called Midnight's. That would have been kind of cool. Where's Honeycomb? I wanted to read the lyrics, see what was different. Anyways, um, yeah, the show. So, first let's talk about the casting before we get into the meat of the show. What do we think of the casting? Daisy Jones is a perfect casting choice. Perfect. Riley Keough as Daisy Jones was, she even looks like the cover model. I, yeah. Yeah. You know this isn't actually a person? No, they've mixed together multiple models. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's crazy. But it she, actually looks like her. She actually looks like Daisy Jones. Yes. So, Riley Kehoe, for those that don't know, who is she? She is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. The daughter of Lisa Marie, Marie Presley, who sadly just passed away not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she kind of comes from like music royalty. Not kind of, she does. Yeah, she's the granddaughter of the king of rock and roll. I remember before the show came out, even before they announced who the cast was, after we read this book, I asked Celine, I said, who do you picture as Daisy Jones? Mm-hmm. Obviously, because this is very heavily inspired by Fleetwood Mac, I said, Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. You know, that's who I pictured. And you said, um, the, the chick from Fifty Shades. Oh, yeah. Um, Dakota. Dakota Johnson. Because of the bangs and the mm-hmm. gap. and She also looks like like the brunette version of the cover character. Yeah, she does. So when I saw that Riley Keel was going to play her, I was like, mm-hmm. we'll see. Mm-hmm. I cannot picture anyone else playing her. She was perfectly charming. She was. Perfectly charming, perfectly portrayed that inner struggle of not wanting to be here but also wanting to be here because she knew she had something to give to the world she played it very convincingly (laughs) yes and she also like portrayed 
I think it's so it's easy to portray confidence. It's really difficult to portray false confidence. Mm-hmm. So like if you're already somebody naturally confident to act out false confidence. So like where you're like a little bit shaky on your feet and you don't really know what you're doing, but you're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. is very difficult to act. A lot of it's, actors cannot. It's a hard, hard, hard to find that balance. She plays false confidence very well. Yes. Because you can tell she's a little unsure. Yeah. But she still does it. A little bit broken. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Keyword. Yeah. Um, so we have her as Daisy Jones. What do we think about Billy? Sam Claflin. I love Sam Claflin. I do too. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. I always my Finnegan Dare. Yeah, always. He's a great Finnegan Dare. Mm-hmm. Um, he was not my Billy, and he still is not my Billy. No. First, let's talk about this. Is that him and Daisy had no chemistry. Let me phrase. He had no chemistry with Daisy. Da- Daisy had chemistry with everyone. Yeah, Riley Keough could have chemistry with a brick wall. Literally. She, I think she did at one point. Literally, yeah. yeah. I think she was like in a bathroom stall and had like chemistry with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they sh- honestly, there were a lot of choices for um, Billy. They should have gone with somebody prettier. Do you know what I mean? And, and softer. And and nothing against Sam Claflin because I mean the man has aged beautifully. Oh yeah. And he still looks great. Yeah. Not saying he's old. No. He just looked too old for the part of Billy. And Riley looked the perfect age. She just has a baby face. Right. Yes, exactly. Billy just didn't... I, I, I don't know how to say it. Like, he just portrayed it too angrily. <laughs> yes. And, and not, not Not passionately. Yeah, just angry. Yeah. Um, for me, like, I wanted... I almost like I so my my casting choice for this. I don't remember if we talked about him casting choices. I don't remember. Um, I, think I wanted. Think so. I think we did, but I don't remember exactly. I don't remember who you said. I wanted um, um, the Beast from Beauty and the Beast to play Billy, like that actor. I don't remember his name. I I know you're talking about, but I can't remember his name either. Yeah, I wanted him to be play, play Billy because he's just soft enough, and I feel like he's like. He does angry well. He does angry but passionate really well. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And he's cute. Like, he's cute and likable. And he looks like he could have been in the 70s. <laughs> Again, yes. You do need that aspect a little bit, right? Yes. Um, so, no. I, it wasn't my favorite. I That was who I wanted. I also... Do you know? Do you remember Alex Pettifer? Mm-hmm. Was, I also liked him because he was a fan cast. It wasn't mm-hmm. me. He was a fan cast as Billy. I liked him as Billy yeah, as well. Yeah, be, he would have been a good one. Um... I hope it doesn't seem like I'm going too fast, but we can't have a lot to talk about. Yeah, um, what about the rest of the six? Um, Karen was a perfect casting choice. Oh, my God. Suki Waterhouse was the best choice ever. I, uh, first of all, she's stunning. Gorgeous. She looks like she, be- as you said, belongs in that time period. Even, so I list, she actually has some of her music on iTunes. Um, not really my kind of music. She has a good voice. Um, I, she, this, I just listened to This Love. Yeah, it's a little alternative. Yeah. A little too alternative for me a little bit. Um, I think she would have been a great singer in the 50s. Because mm-hmm. she kind of has that... Croony voice. That Yeah, that... I can't think of someone from the 50s that kind of has that... All I can think of is like like Frank Sinatra where they just like go like on and on one note forever. It, 
I mean, Frank Sinatra had a beautiful voice. Yeah. But like, she doesn't necessarily have like a great voice, no. I don't think. No. But she would have fit the 50s yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Kind of like, um, well, Duffy, I think, is a great singer. Duffy, mm-hmm. Adele. Mm-hmm. You know, they have that like old-timey. Yeah. Old Hollywoody voice. Like, uh, Zoe Deschanel. Not necessarily a great singer, but she has that. A tone. A tone, yeah. yes. Suki Waterhouse, though, is Karen. Like, so, I can't picture anyone else now. So Karen in the book isn't British. No. But Karen in the show being British was perfect. Yeah. They um, they mirrored that after Fleetwood Mac, Christina... Yeah. McKivy? Yeah. Um, she was British. Yep. Um, so that's the, the parallels there, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of cool. Um, what about Graham? I liked Graham. I did, too. Just kind of that, like... What's going on? You know, like he was so likable. Just like a, an adorable golden retriever. And I liked. Here's what's crazy. Okay. I liked younger Graham more than I liked older Graham. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Agreed. Um, what about Eddie? I hated Eddie. You know, he was on a Netflix Christmas movie with uh, Vanessa H- Hudgens, I think. Really. I think it was her. It was a, a night, a night for Christmas or something. Wait, did he play the love interest? He was the knight from like past I time. The knight was so cute in that. I know. Wait, he's not, they made him so ugly in this. I know. He is not the knight. It is. Look it up. I swear to God, isn't that they crazy? They made him so ugly as Eddie. He is the hair not that pull off that string bean hair? No, the seventies. Oh my God, that flaky ass blonde bleach bang ass <sighs> hair. It looks like he got hit upside the head with a broom. I liked him as an actor, though. I do, too. He's a good actor. What about Warren? The drummer. Oh, I loved Warren. Oh, my God. I loved Warren. Warren was my favorite one. Oh, my God. He he did not get enough screen time. Do you know why Warren was my favorite? Why? Because he was just there to have a good time. Yeah, he was just... He didn't care about anyone's bullshit. I... Because you know what? Me. Straight up. <laughs> I love Warren. I love that he named his boat at the end, the Aurora. I did not notice that. Yeah, that was cool. I didn't see so after the fact. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, they like pan down and it says the Aurora. And I was like, that's so cool. That is super cool. I'm looking through this book to try to find the honeycomb lyrics. Because I want to see. I know um, they're not the same. Yeah. But I just wanted to see like how much they changed it. The book I'm holding is Daisy Jones. But... Um, so, we only have so much time. Yeah. Um, what were some of your favorite parts of the show? Um, easier question is, and not not, not, I, not I disliked it, but like the, the dislike comes what, to me easier. I was going to say, what did you dislike the most then? Um, the one thing I disliked was that in the book, it's supposed to be like 40 years later. And the people are like much older mm-hmm. and I really would have loved to have seen that to have the two different cast playing I, that's what I was saying you know I wish they had a double cast yes do you know how cool it would have been to have like um gosh the American Story actress that's she's blind in one eye um Moira uh yeah Moira Francis Francis nope. Conroy Francis Conroy yes, yeah right I would have loved her, obviously, with contacts, because she needed to have two color eyes. I would have loved her to play older Daisy, because she's a natural redhead. Kind of weird. Kind of weird. And she's you know, got a very, like, she's also got a very charismatic smile. Yeah. You know, just... Kind of weird. Kind of... 
She's kind of mysterious. Yeah. Nobody knows. Which is like Daisy. Yeah. Wouldn't that, isn't that a good casting choice? For yeah, her? I agree. Um, would have loved an older cast to be. And I would have loved an older Daisy and um, Billy to meet later. Yeah. I just really would have loved to have seen that because in the show they make it seem like no time, like really hardly any time has passed at all. Like 15 years. Right. Technically. And they don't really look that different. Some of them do and then some of them don't. Right. Excuse me. Like, uh, Billy looked just a little different. I didn't think Daisy looked that different. You can tell they tried to age her up a little bit. They gave Daisy like, like eye wrinkles. Right. And like like bangs. Well, she had bangs, no, but she had like no bangs, right? Her... She had no bangs. She was bangless. It was a middle part. That's right. Yep. Yeah, she had no bangs, and she had like thicker. They had like given her bigger like wrinkles on her forehead. Mm-hmm. Um, made her paler. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, Karen literally just has a different haircut. And that's like kind of an hair. awful wig too. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's very like when she moves her head, it, like it's very straight. Yeah, and hair doesn't do that. No, and Graham also has an awful wig. Yeah. So that was the one thing I really wish I would have loved to have that old young cast, mm-hmm. you know, that would have been really cool. Um, was the other big one that I just liked? Um, I can't remember, but what I liked, I guess we could talk about that. Um, I liked that. They gave, it seemed like anyways, they gave each song its time of day. Um, Because that's a big part of the book. Mm -hmm. The the book is mainly about how they wrote each song and how it came together as an album. Mm -hmm. They did do that for the most part in the show. They didn't do it with every song. No. They did it on the songs, I guess, that mattered. Um, But um, that was one of my likes. Yeah. Another dislike, the pacing. I think we're in agreement with this one. Um, Celine said it. She said that in the book, they became the six, Daisy Jones and the Six pretty quick. Mm-hmm. It took some time to get there. A wow. lot of backstory. It took like four chapters in the book. <clears throat> which, I mean, what would you say? That's like a, like an hour or two. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. depending on the length of chapters, yeah. but yeah. It took four episodes. Four, that's four hours, because each episode is like 55 minutes. It took four hours before anything even started really happening. Yeah. It took four chapters in the book, which is, I think, very minimal. Yeah. Because, the, again, the, the, the book is about... The entirety of the six. The entirety of the six... The songs they write and what the songs mean behind them. Yeah. And while each episode is named after one of the songs, uh, it doesn't really follow that like same format. Right. Um, I thought I found it. I didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. It's just... If you... If I had never read the book... Mm-hmm. And I just watched the show. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I so don't even care what happens. Honestly, I would Truly. Be- because no, I it, agree. it's just it, it just took so long for stuff to happen. Here's the deal, too. If you haven't read the book, this would be extremely annoying. 
Yeah. Because there's no action. You're waiting for Daisy to become what? You don't even know, like, what's going to happen. Right. They don't really explain that. But if you're the reader of book, the book, which most people, I think, were, but... Yeah. Um, well, like, my one friend who watched it, he he stopped watching it because he didn't read the book. And he's yeah. like, it just seemed kind of kind of boring. Yeah. And I agreed. I was yeah. like, yeah, it, it really was, yeah. you know? It didn't go anywhere. No. no. It, it just... Not at all. I just don't, I don't understand why it took five episodes, or four episodes, the fifth episode finally being, shit's going to happen. And just barely the fifth episode, right? Yeah. The fifth episode, they collide, but they're not like, yeah. the story doesn't jump off, right? No. It's like not until the sixth or seventh episode that she marries Nikki, her first right. husband. And, and that's like something that happens like, like at least halfway in the book if yeah. not more, like more in the beginning it just, yeah so episodes one through f- episodes like one through mostly five yeah is just a kind of a lot of like waiting around for something to happen yeah and then six seven eight nine ten is like it's like it's the book yeah <laughs> yeah it and those were the great episodes the, those are the best episodes, yeah. in my opinion. We're Easiest the last, like, four episodes. Yeah. Um, but that's also kind of a bummer. Yeah. Because it's a great book. Then they had so much material. I know. That it could have been spread out more. Yeah. It just was done not in a great way. And also, like, it's not like this material is hard to wrap your head around. It's a no. band. And it's their story. It's literally Fleetwood Mac. And it, also the Civil Wars, as you said. Yeah. And it literally reads like a VH1 behind-the-scenes interview. Yeah. Which I loved. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. I, exactly. So it... I don't want to say the show's bad, because no. it really isn't. No, 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 it's no, a it beautiful isn't. show. Yeah. I, The final episode actually like gave me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But, um, yeah. It just... It just took a while to get going. So, oh, yeah. But those are a couple of my likes, dislikes. What what did you like? Um, I really loved... I really loved um, Daisy's writing style. How she wrote... How they showed her writing songs, you know? And she'd, like... One of my favorite scenes was when she was driving and she crashed into someone's behind and the cops were like, you need to get out. And she's like, I'm busy. <laughs> one of my favorite scenes because it felt so Daisy. Well, one of my favorites... Of Daisy, since we're talking about that, was when she's literally in the middle of having sex and could not be any less interested if she tried. She's literally thinking of lyrics while she's like writing this guy. Not well, mind you, but... No, she's like bored. Yeah, she's like bored because she wants to, she wants to song, focus on songwriting. I thought it was hilarious. I was just like... It was... Yeah. It was so funny. So funny. Very, very Daisy, like you said. Yes. She, that's why I think, that's why I think Riley Keough was a great Daisy. Yeah. Was because she could do all of that without it coming off as rude or like gross. Yeah. It came off as kind of cute and charming and you were like, oh my God, this girl is so into her music. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite characters was Teddy. Yeah. And I think he played... Teddy is a compilation of two characters from the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot... You cannot bring me to remember who they are right I want to say one of them's name was John. Yeah. You know, yeah. very American typical um, name. I couldn't find the song either. 
I know it's in there somewhere, but I'll look more later at my own at home. But I thought I knew the page. That's why. <clears throat> oh, because um, the, there's lyrics in the back, but it, it doesn't have those. So, anyways, um, yes, Teddy was a great character, the great actor too that yes. played him. Yes. Um, See, like but, I felt like he was a real band manager or a record producer. He felt like a real record producer. Right. Like, would you make my record, sir? Yeah, I was like, I'll sing for you, bro. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. Um, cool. Teddy was one of the <laughs> Teddy was one of the sadder parts of the show. Um, he does pass away of a heart attack, which was like, oh. they don't really show it though. No, they just talk about they it. They talk that, about it. What you know. was sad was that he wasn't there to see like them come back one more time. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, another thing I really liked is true to the book. Um, we don't realize who the interviewer is. Until mm-hmm. the end, and it ends up being Billy's daughter, uh, Julia, who we see in the show mm-hmm. as a little girl. And um, another thing that's true to the book is Camilla gets sick and ends up passing away. Mm-hmm. She does. One thing I really liked that they kept in is that Camilla, no matter how shitty it was that Billy and Daisy had like this weird love-hate thing going on, she was still a huge fan of Daisy. She and- took their cover photo. Yeah, and she kind of, she was the heart heart and soul of the band. Yeah, she was the one, she was the glue. Mm-hmm. She was the glue, and she helped keep everyone level. She was sane. She wasn't crazy. <laughs> yeah. And she was a really good wife to Billy. Yeah. A much better than he deserved. Even, yeah, I was just going to say, even when he didn't deserve it, she was a good wife to Billy. So, that yeah. says something about a person, I think. Um... Yeah, we found out she passes away, and it it's not that I wanted that to change. I didn't. Right. But for some reason, it was just really, like, a lot sadder than I thought it was going to be, her being gone, and, like, and saying goodbye and on video. Well, I th- again, because I think it was, like, she was the heart and soul of the band. She she was the unofficial six member, which is what they say in the show. Yeah. It's, that's different from the book. Yeah. But she was the unofficial six member, and... She was very motherly toward yeah. toward everyone, and she it, was a really good person. She was a a good person, and I think seeing it versus reading it, it's just sadder, mm-hmm. you know. And I really like the actress that played her. I did too. I know her real name is Camilla. Um, yeah, can't remember her last name, but Camilla great Marone? actress, huh? Camilla Marone. Probably. I think it is. She used to date Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, did she turn 25? She did, actually. <laughs> no, I swear to God, she did. They broke up when she turned 25. God. Seriously. What the hell? Anyways, a great actress. Selena and I have... Um, Selena mentioned it. If you've read the, the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, she'd be a great young Evelyn Hugo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She really would be. Um, another book by Taylor Jenkins. Right? She's a great author. We still have to read Malibu Rising by her. Maybe we should read that next. We should maybe she's a great author. It looks like a great spring book. Yeah, like it's got a spring. Yeah, it's pretty. If you can't find the it. books, let's do that one. Okay, it's a good one. Unless you, I mean, unless you have a different no, one. But. No, no, I want to. I so far she has not bailed me yet with her books. No, I think she has one more book out that we don't have. Oh, must get it. I think it's called like it's somebody's name. I don't remember. I'll look it up. Um, um, I, I did. I remember another thing that I really liked. So, 
one of my biggest envies, mm -hmm. I guess, is I very much enjoy 70s music. Mm -hmm. um, I just think that decade produced some of the best music that to mm -hmm. this day is just iconic. Yeah, I agree. And I, I'm always jealous that like my mom and my grandma got to live it <laughs> because I would have loved, I know I would have been like a hippie, like dude, like a hippie, you know, bell bottom pants guy in the seventies. Oh, yeah. Like the floral, like, you know, flowers in I'm your hair. A, I juice every Sunday. I'm such a flower child. Flower child. Yes. Yeah. Woodstock was in the sixties, but like Woodstock, it was 69. you know, yeah. 69 right before, yeah. The swing in seventies, but um, my we point. Just talk about Woodstocks. We did, right? Yeah. yeah. My point with saying all this is that I'm I'm jealous that they got to, they got to be around when some of the best music was made. You just think of like, the the, the surgeons of the Beatles and like mm -hmm. all of these like iconic bands that are now like ingrained in people and just yeah. to be there for it. Which yes. Been, which we'll be able to say that about a lot of people now, but it's just. It, yeah, but it's still not the same, no. you know. I mean, we to this day still don't have a band like Fleetwood Mac. You know, comparable, I don't think. No, I mean, Fleetwood Mac's Rumors album is like the seventh best-selling album In the ever. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to look up Taylor Jenkins Reid. I think it's something Cali Soto. There's one called One True Loves, a novel. No. But I don't think that's the one. It's the Secret Life of Kelly Soto, I think. She's got a couple books. Evidence of the Affair, Maybe in Another Life, After I Do, Forever Interrupted. No. Oh, Carrie Soto was back. I knew, see, see the weird shit I remember? Scary. Soto is what I remembered, Soto. She's got actually quite a few books. I didn't realize that. Anyways, um, my point with saying all this is that with Daisy Jones and the Six, it kind of let me live vicariously for my my date my my yearning for that Fleetwood Mac moment. Oh, you should tell them about the Civil Wars and their inspiration in Daisy Jones and the Six. I will. Yeah. Yes. I will. After this. Anyways, um After these messages. After these messages. I actually couldn't put an ad in there. Just and, right in there. Um but it kinda like satisfied that like yearning for I really wanted to experience something like that so this is I think the closest I'll ever get to that experience without yeah. actually like having lived it I like that not, does that not, make sense not that I don't like that you didn't experience it I like that um, yeah that's what it was for you yeah because that's what the book was too yeah. it was that I don't know I just I really I would have loved to have been around when rumors was first released I was just gonna say I I'm not a huge 70 like I would have thrived as a 70s girly uh i'm not a huge 70s like music i like the 70s mm -hmm. music it's just not something i like go to naturally um i obviously have some random songs but i would have loved because i love fleetwood mac i would have loved to have seen fleetwood mac live 100 percent. i would still pay money to see them live if they were like randomly got back together yes it yeah i don't know if that will no they, that won't ever happen since the one guy was fired from the band. Um, he was? Lindsay, Lindsay Buckingham. Lindsay Buckingham was yeah. fired? Mm -hmm. 
didn't realize he was fired. I thought he left. Uh, no, he was fired. I don't remember why, but he, I think, tried to, like, fight it. And, um, anyways, but, oh. but yeah, Fleetwood Mac, Carol King. she had an affair with, right? Lindsay Buckingham? Um, not an affair, but they, they. Like a Billy. They. Yeah, they dated. They, they dated, but yeah. they, neither one of them was married. Oh, yeah, yeah, But, yeah, they did date, which mm-hmm. is part of the inspiration between the Billy and Daisy storyline. Um, but, yeah, like, Fleetwood Mac, Carol King, um, uh, Carly Simon, James Taylor, all them, like. It would have been cool to see. would have been cool to see. Yeah, it would have been really cool to see. But, yeah. Anyway, so, for those that don't know, um, the, the story is based on. Um, very loosely based on Fleetwood Mac mm-hmm. and they're kind of coming together mm-hmm. um, because originally Fleetwood Mac did not want Stevie Nicks in the band because she was dating Lindsay Buckingham. That's right. And for those that don't know, Lindsay Buckingham is a boy, is a man. I thought it was a girl. Oh. Lindsay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I thought it was a girl for a long time. I was like, damn, they were progressive back then. I know. You're like, wow. They Anyways, really turned around. I know. Um, so they were dating, and they didn't want Stevie in the band. They were like, no. Did he not want her either? Lindsay he did. He wanted her he in the band. They were still dating at the time. Oh. And they were like, no, we don't, we don't want... Your girlfriend? You yeah. Weirdo. You know? Um, I mean, good thing they did, because... She shot them to stardom. I mean, she's... Still, to this day, iconic. Speaking of songwriters that were iconic. Yeah. She's literally, like, always been known as the witch, the black mm-hmm. witch or whatever. The white witch. The white witch, yeah. Mm-hmm. Super cool. What other people may not know is that the story's also loosely based on the band, the music duo, The Civil Wars. TJ had to tell me this. I did not know this. And for those that don't know, they did a song for a Hunger, The Hunger Games Safe called and Sound. Safe and Sound with Taylor Swift. And she got them to re-record it. They won a Grammy for it. Mm-hmm. Um, shot them to stardom. Mm-hmm. They released an album that won Grammys. Mm-hmm. Critical acclaim. Still to this day, I think, a gorgeous album. Mm-hmm. Very haunting. They have a very haunting sound. Yes. Um, they released their second album. I forget the name of it, but it doesn't matter. Again, it got great reviews, did well. They were on tour, touring for the album. All of a sudden, they just stopped. And the next day, they put on their Facebook page that um, they were no longer the Civil Wars, that her, that Joy Williams, John Paul White were going their separate ways. And um, they released one final song called You Are My Sunshine as like a goodbye gift. And that was it. And they've never ever explained, right? There are rumors. There's rumors. And they've people have asked them repeatedly what happened. They will not say. I think it'll be a Daisy Jones situation. One Probably day they will write a book or have a. So no one knows what happened. That's where she got this idea. Was like, why did Daisy Jones and the Six just all of a sudden split up? What happened? Yeah. So the rumor with the Civil Wars rumor. I'm not. I don't know any of this. Yeah. It's just what I've read. Is that Joy Williams and John Paul White had some sort of sexual tension. They're both married to other people, mm-hmm. and that that somehow came to a head, okay. and they broke up. That was it. 
again, no one knows what happened. It's there's still to this day, what, probably 10 years later, this air of mystery about why they broke up. That's where she got the idea of what if I combine a story of Fleetwood Mac and the Civil Wars and write a story about it? That's a great idea. It's a great idea. Honestly, it's a great they'll story. Probably, they'll probably use this later to like make some sort of book or documentary about why they broke up. Yeah. It. They have each done their own solo careers. John Paul White and Joy Williams. But something about them, to, something about them together, they, they brought something out in each other. That they couldn't be replicated in their solo careers. Huh. But weird the parallels. Yeah, it's just it it's it's very very interesting. I felt like it made for a great book and a great show. Yeah. I hope that one day that they those two I, at least one of them writes a memoir. Yeah. Hopefully. I'd like to know. I I, I really hope one day we do find out. I, yeah. It truly is no one's business. No, and if we don't, it's not that. You know, world, but think. What a story to tell. Curious. Yeah. So that's where the inspiration for the story came from. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm glad of it. Yeah, we're, we're lucky for it. Yes. Um, I was going to ask you something, but I don't, so, don't remember what. Go ahead. So we went through like kind of what the episodes were like and where, when we got to the meat of it. Um, there is a culmination, and this is one of my favorite differences. And I'm not really one to like a difference between a book and a movie or a show. I only like it if it benefits the, the plot of the movie. And usually it doesn't. It usually doesn't. No. In the book, Camilla asks Daisy to leave and says that they have a family. Yeah. And she's no longer, she's doing more harm than she is good. Right. And that's why Daisy packs up mid-tour and leaves in mm -hmm. order for Billy to have his family and to not get in between. So, in a sense, it's more um, selfless, and um, it's not for her, it's for them. Mm -hmm. In the show, um, Camilla decides to leave Billy, doesn't show up to, the, well, as far as he knows, doesn't show up to the show. He breaks his sobriety, snorts a line, they're in the back, he starts making out with uh, Daisy... He's also drunk. He's drunk. And he says, we don't have to hide anymore. We can be broken together. And that's when it's like, and this is where Riley Keough is just great at the acting of face, the, the, the facial, I talk about this a lot, the facial acting of when everything just clicks into place. And she says in this broken voice, I don't want to be broken anymore. That's why I said broken earlier. Yes. Because I knew we were going to talk about it. They mention her being broken a lot in this show, mm -hmm. which like is kind of a mean thing to say. It is. Because who, who wants to be told that? No, but being called broken is like being called a broken bird. Like, right. just unfixable. Right. Yeah, like, being broken means, like, you're not able to be fixed. Yeah, you can't fly. You're, you're not broken, you're just damaged. You know, yeah. like, you'll heal. Anyways, mm -hmm. keep going. So, it all, it all <clears throat> clicks together, and in this time... So, in the, in the book... She leaves out of respect, and this is a quote directly from her article, she leaves out of respect for Camilla. In the show, she leaves out of respect for herself, and I love that difference. Mm -hmm. I love that Daisy leaves for her, mm -hmm. for herself. Um, because she knows she's worth it. Yeah, and she goes on to have a spectacular career. She has a daughter, 
and much like Stevie Nicks in, enjoys her life without mm-hmm. Billy. Mm-hmm. Billy goes on to be married to Camilla, who, as he said, is the love of his life. And I truly think he loved both of them. Again, I don't think love isn't linear like that. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to have like one love of your life. Yeah. You, you can love, like you, he can love Daisy in a different way than he loves Camilla. Right. One can be like something you're passionate about, and one can be a safe space. Is it healthy yeah. to have both? No. My my sister always says to my mom that I'm I'm her favorite. That I'm my mom's favorite. Yeah. And my mom. Mind you, I am 13 years older than my sister, so I have, like, literally almost a whole adult life on her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, almost, not quite. Also, you and your mom grew up together, kind of. Literally. Yeah. And my mom always says to her, Carly, I don't have favorites. I have different relationships with you all. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. Like, she goes, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a different love with each one of you. Mm-hmm. I still love you, but it's just different. You, you know your mom's your best friend right you love her like you guys chat and talk yeah and it's different for a teenage daughter that is actually an age like quite separate from their mom right yeah it's it's just we just have a different relationship it's mm-hmm. not nothing to do with favoritism but no. same where it's like you, you have related to what you were talking about yeah. you have that different people love be, for someone yeah. People can make you feel different things, right? Which a lot is, and a lot of times friendship. You know what I mean? But different right. friends make you feel a different kind of way, right? So, I love that Daisy left for Daisy because she finally respected herself. She got treatment. She has, by the time the documentary is like airing, um, she's had treatment. She's been sober. She's a daughter, and mm-hmm. has lived a great life, right? For her. You know, and I love that difference. Um, I do too. I do too. It was it was a great, it was a great segue from the book. And it worked better, mm-hmm. I think. Anyways, so I think doing something out of respect for yourself is a lot more powerful than doing something out of respect for somebody else, because it means you finally value you. Mm-hmm. True. One of the things I like that they didn't change from the book is that Camilla, at the end, says. Tell your dad to give Daisy Jones a call. Which leads to one of my favorite, our favorite scenes. Yeah. Go ahead. The ending. Yeah. So, we did we talk about this before the podcast or was it, I don't remember what we've been talking about. When she's talking about. Well, maybe it was in the podcast. Talking about how. It's different reading it versus seeing it. Yeah. Was that in the podcast here? That was in the podcast. I can't remember. Yeah. We've talked, we talked about, about it a lot. Because so so. Um, we were talking about it before yeah. this, too. Um, it's just different. Reading it's one thing. Still, yeah. still like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. But seeing it and, like... It gives me goosebumps. It's just, it's just different. It's like... I don't know about you guys... But TJ and I are very obviously visual people. Yeah. And to see the scene rather than... I love to read, and I can usually make it up in my head. Mm -hmm. But to see it on screen and to see them act it out was really, like... was really the closer that I needed. Yes. The closure. I... 
I don't know about... I, I feel like the reason why you and I love movies and shows so much is because I feel like when we watch something, we try to feel or emulate what they're feeling. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. We're Versus when people just watch stuff, they just watch it. We're very em- you know? empathic. Yes. Yeah. So watching it and like trying to understand what they're feeling like it just hit differently it really did because in in the in the show in the book too um camilla is very sick Mm -hmm. when she is having her last interview with her daughter Mm -hmm. and she's she's basically telling she's giving billy permission and daisy to proceed with a relationship And that she doesn't want Billy to just be unhappy forever. Mm-hmm. You know, she she wants him to still enjoy life and be with someone who makes him happy. And Daisy would make him happy. Especially now that they've grown. Yeah. They're both sober. Both sober, both healthy. And both have adult children now. Yes. Um, no. She... I think you said it already. She says, you know. Um, tell your dad to give Daisy Jones a call. Yeah. She, yeah. She says, tell tell your dad to give Daisy Jones a call. And literally, you called it. You're like, I'd love if the show ended of them just meeting. And then it ends. I did say that. You did. And literally, that's what happens. Is Billy runs to, to Daisy's door and knocks on the door. Oh Daisy opens up the door and he... They give each like other he kind of like that awkward smile. She smiles at him, or he smiles at her, and she smiles at him. And the show ends. It was. I have goosebumps as you're just saying it. Yeah. And it was great because it was the the closure we needed. And you really don't. Uh, you really don't need much more than that. No. Because you you can kind of figure out what happened from there. I don't want any more than that because if it's going to continue on, then there's going to be more drama, and I just want them to have their happy ending. I think it, it's it's a miniseries yeah. at this point. I, I really... I hope not. If they or I can, hope it is. Yeah. If they continued on, how do you do that? It would have to be with a new band. Like, it couldn't be the six again. Right. But, yeah, it was... What if they had it and they were called, like, the Cold Wars? <laughs> <laughs> the, cold, the Cold Wars. There you go. Um, the Civil Unrest. The Civil Unrest. Oh my, I like that one better. That's funny. Yeah, it was such... The ending was... It was so perfect, though. It was. For a show that had a little bit of a bumpy start. Yeah, it was... The ending... Like, the the last 15 minutes was just... I'm going to use one of Celine's chef's kiss. Oh, I was crying. It... It was gorgeous. It, it, it ticked all the right boxes. Yeah, it was moving. It was. It was and I, I love how when... I also, I feel like the band in this one had a much bigger part than in the book. Yes. That was one thing I liked. Yes. Because in the book, they kind of took a backseat. Yeah. In this, they, they kind of do have a say. I loved when they were talking about Camilla and her getting sick. And how every single one of the band members got emotional. I, it makes me want to cry when Karen goes, she's the reason I'm here. Yeah. And I was like, she is. She's the one who talked Camilla into being in the band. And... Karen and Graham's storyline also done very well. Very 
like I believed that they were secret. I did too. You know, because in the book they're a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it very well. I I would say it's almost just like the book. It was exactly like the book. And even when, spoiler, when Karen goes to get an abortion. That's in the book too. Yeah, Camilla's there with her. So that's what I mean. She's, like, very motherly and very, like... She's in every big moment in their lives. Yes. And I don't mean, like, she's, like, babies them. No. But she's but just... She cares. She's maternal. She's cared. She always cares. So, I, you know, I think... She also takes the, the cover photo for their one album. Yeah. That's her picture. Yeah. I don't think that was in the, in the book, either. No, that was in, just in the show. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, the... the if you're having trouble watching it, I would say stick with it because it does pay off. Get to episodes five through ten at best, at worst, episodes six through ten. Um, make it worth it. I think that they could have it. Those those four episodes could have just been the show. Agreed. With, like, one small introduction. Like, five episodes. Five through ten could have been it, with five being the introduction. Me and Selena, we actually talked about this with her. I said, it's that tricky balance. Six episodes, not long enough. Ten episodes, mm, a little too long. Yeah. Maybe seven, eight? Yeah, I agree. Eight may even be pushing it, but... They only need one episode of introducing the band. Well, and... Again, I'm glad that the band had a bigger say, you know? Yeah. But I don't need to really know their whole backstory no. either. No. Because at the end of the day, they don't really matter that it's much. It's about the six. Right. Right. It's not about the Dunn brothers. Right. But it was. It was very good. It was... I, it was It was lovely. I think I gave the show, if I could, a seven, out of, seven and a half out of ten. Yes. Same? Yes. Exact same. Not quite an eight, just because it really took a while to get going. Yeah. And the only reason it gets seven and a half was because it really does cinch it at the end for me. It, it does. Mm-hmm. It The last four episodes are, are very much Saving like the book. Saving Grace. Yes. Yeah. Um, what did you see on a Tuesday? So if this were legit, like mm-hmm. if you could see it in the theater, that'd be a long movie, but um, if it was a movie... And not a show. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend it was a movie, not a show, mm-hmm. and it came out on a Friday. Because I read the book, I'd probably see it see on, on a Friday. Friday. Yep, I was going to say the same thing. Because I, I really love this book. Would you watch the show again? I don't think so for me. I, it's not. The only reason I would would be for the music. I would, honestly, yeah. And if I did watch it, because I, I've already seen it, I'd probably just get the head yep. to the... The, the the later episodes. Um, but even, I don't know if I'd watch it again. No, I don't think I would. I'd maybe read the book again. I'd probably read the, I actually would love to read the book yeah. again. Just now to, to now that, to, to compare yeah. the differences. Yeah. Um, what, not really a question we normally ask, what do you think of the soundtrack? I actually really love the soundtrack, but I think you took the words right amount of, you didn't take the words out of their mouth. You said them. Um, there are like a couple songs that just like mm, toward the end mm-hmm. of the album that I agree with you are like, but for the most part, it's pretty catchy. Yeah. Um, I would probably give the album a four out of five. Mm-hmm. Mainly taking away that one star just because like there's songs on there that just don't, 
A, they don't feel 70s to me. Yeah. And they don't feel like Daisy Jones and the Six to me. No. But then there are songs on there that I get such strong Fleetwood Mac vibes. Um, like, like, Look at Us Now. Look at Us Now, Honeycomb. Mm-hmm. Which, mm, that was one, another one of my dislikes was Honeycomb. Yeah, that they changed. I like the song. Yeah. But they, Honeycomb is a big part of the book. Yeah. And they changed it completely. Okay. Got a couple more minutes. They change it completely and it just, whatever. Um, but the river, um, kill you to try, uh, honeycomb and even her solo song, um, two against three. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's such a beautiful slow song Mm -hmm. and it really, I think shows her vocal range. Mm -hmm. And by the way, she's a really good voice. I told Celine, I said, I think she has a really good voice. I don't think she's the best singer ever. No, no, no. But she, that girl can sing. Yeah. Um, I love the, the soundtrack. Who do you think is the best voice ever? Like, who is somebody that has, like, a, like, a, oh, my God. It's like Sophie's choice. <laughs> well, just, like, you don't have to pick just, I mean, like, just um, give, like, an explanation, like, a throw out one. Because I guess I don't know who you think is, like. I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. Like Pink? Kelly Clarkson? I think Pink does have a beautiful voice. I I think someone who has like a great, I guess just like Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, you know, like they, they just have a great sound. I was just curious what your ear was. Like they can sing, you know, even Mariah Carey, who's very deep. That girl can sing. Yeah. You know, even Ariana Grande. Yeah, I absolutely. Yeah. I was just curious if it was like based on like the person or the vocal range. I wasn't sure like what you like. Well, like Stevie Nicks, I think I love. I, lo- I agree. I love her voice. I don't think she's the best singer yes, ever, though. I agree. Same with Taylor Swift. Like I love yeah. her voice a lot. I love her voice. She's not like a vocalist. Exactly. Yes, I agree. I was just curious. I wanted to know. Yeah. Because like, I think the same way, but I wasn't sure if we were on the same page. Yeah. I thought it said we had ten seconds. No. <laughs> Um, anyway, so back to this album, I actually, when this album was announced for vinyl, mm-hmm. I pre-ordered it that day mm-hmm. without even knowing what the song, the album sounded like, because as I was reading this book, I never wanted to listen to a soundtrack more than I wanted to listen to this one. You know, to have the songs. And now that we actually do, even though they're very different from yeah. what's in the book, was just like, I, I want to, I don't even collect vinyls and I want to order it. I was so excited to order, just ha- just to have it, even though... Do you have you know. a vinyl player? I do. Really it's a cheap one, but yeah. That's really cool. Anyways, um, we're almost out of time. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts? I, I feel like not. I talked a lot. No. No, no, no. Sometimes I talk way too much. You're good. If, no, I, ever, I, if I ever talk too much, just tell me. Shut the question. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, you did great. You took the wheels like Jesus. You took that wheel. I did. Drove it right into the pond. Lock the doors. Not today, (laughs) Satan. Uh, I do not have anything else. Do you? Um, I just don't think we'll get another story like this. No, this is really... Which is what makes it special. She's a great storyteller, by the way. Taylor Jenkins Reid is a great author. Um, Last final thoughts. If you haven't read the book, I highly recommend you do. And if you haven't read Evelyn Hugo, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn... The Seven Husbands of Evelyn... Why can't I say that? The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. You should do that because the show is coming out soon. Which I mean, we've read the book. Yeah. Beautiful book. 
made me cry a couple times. We got like 20 seconds okay. left. So, all right. all right, that's all we got. TJ and Celine. Ow! Bye bye bye. Bye bye. Don't wanna be a fool for you. Just another one. Because I'm doing it. Ain't no lie. Bye bye bye.